Good evening, and welcome to Urban Lifestyle Cafe. I'm your host, Michael, your bougie black brother, and I'm here with my co-host, Alicia. Hello. And today is our monthly tech talk, and our topic is something a little controversial that we've been hearing for a couple of months, some for years, but lately it's just been really, really in the media, in the press, and our topic we wanted to call is, is Uber the only company with a woman and diversity problem? They're not the only one. They're just the one that's getting the most press. So if you didn't know, um, the most prominent things that's going on with Uber is Uber is in the media because of a former employee that had complaints on being harassed and sexual harassed and pushing it into the upper management and executives, and nothing really occurred or no one was actually punished or, or addressed in a certain way. Then on top of that, what made it worse was they turned around and they hired a top executive from Google, and he had allegations on sexual harassment, but yet this guy was hired by Uber which was really, really kind of, <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, because most likely that um, it wasn't it, it wasn't disclosed when he yeah, got hired. Yeah, it wasn't hired. any disclosure. Yeah. And, you know, legally they probably couldn't disclose that. But um, it got out. <laughs> so it sure did. somehow someone Somebody needed to something. know that. And yeah. if it wasn't known by... Um, by Uber before they hired him, they either ignored it or they really don't have a good vetting process. Well, and to me, that's crazy. Well, you know, um, that's something that is really an uh, issue when it comes down to harassment on in the job um, in the job area. So let's start with um, since it's, since it's the top of the the topic. Let's talk about the sexual harassment. In the workplace, but let's kind of center it on what we've been hearing in the tech world, because the tech world is just a smaller uh, representation of all companies, because it's not just a tech thing, sexual harassment, and it's not just a tech thing on diversity. And I think you've been addressing it a lot more than I have, even though we've discussed it and we have pointed out a lot of different things that people weren't aware of or sometimes sadly turning a blind eye to. Well, I mean, it's it's like how can I say it? You as a in a woman who's in tech, uh, I seem to like, you know, didn't realize well, I knew it was happening, but you know, just basically just like just brush it underneath the table. So why would you do that? Um? Because um, you don't want to think that is that serious. You don't want to think that is that crazy until it becomes continuous. Um, because when I, I read one of the articles, I was reading one of the articles in um, the Atlantic. It is called, Why is Silicon Valley so awful to women? Mm -hmm. And... There was another woman there who owns her own company, and she was saying the same thing. She didn't realize, you know, because she's trying to be successful in what she was doing in her business, she basically like, okay, so I'm not going to let that bother me. I'll just let them continue doing what they're doing. 
for the purpose of me trying to be successful in what I'm doing. So I, I think that's crazy. Um, and again, you know, you're taking this from a, I'm, I'm saying it from a male point of view. But what I, what I try to think about is, you know, even when we read about or lived about and, and seen different things with Jackie Robinson, that people were prejudiced, people had their own preferences, but when it comes down to women, it's, it's sad because you still got women who are prejudiced against women, and then you got the men on top of that. So when you said um, these women are ignoring it, they're ignoring it to a certain extent to say, I can't even get paid if I don't you know, ignore it. I can't hold a position if I don't hold it because they will hold these things against me. Well, it's because she's... A, okay, so a woman's place is... A, a woman's place is a woman's place. That, that I don't get that. Okay, so um, when you were in... I'm, I'm going back. So when you were in the military and I was working for Motorola, mm-hmm. um, there was one of the managers there told me my place was at home with my children. Right. And told and then laid me off. So he basically dict, he basically made that decision for me. But... You said a woman's place is a woman's place. Right. But that's so, a general term. Right, right, right. But I'm getting there now. Okay. Okay, so when we talk about a woman's place is a woman's place, it's meaning that a woman cannot be aggressive. She cannot be outspoken. And that goes a, go, that actually go across the board because I'm talking to so many women in so many different positions who have so many different opinions. And the last person I talked to basically said that, you know, when I, a woman get comfortable interviewing with a woman where she can say, you know, she feels so comfortable where she, you know, you know, a curse or, you know, say something that, you know, only, you know, a woman would be comfortable with. But then again, that should not be held against her if she has the experience because yeah, she got comfortable to a point where that's what you interview a person, you tell them, Oh, you, you want them to be comfortable. But that's a double-edged sword. And the reason why I'm saying that is if you tell everyone that you can't get comfortable and you should be professional when you come in, but when you say when a woman is comfortable, she should be allowed. We can't have a woman should have this, but... A woman is never comfortable interviewing with a guy. She, I will never be comfortable interviewing with a man. I am more cautious when talking to a man than talking to a woman. So let me go back. So when you set criteria, now we live in a society that you have these misogynist men who, who just what you just said, I don't think women are equal. That's why he said that to you. You know, he didn't think women were equal. Their place, and this is a male point of view. So when you said a woman is a woman or, or, or what you said, that shouldn't be the case. And the reason why that shouldn't be the case is because... If women are capable of doing things, then they should have the equal opportunity to do that. But when you turn around and you know that the people who are in charge have that type of mentality, then you can say, well, in the corporate world or in business in particular, the males who are in charge will always say, well, I think she shouldn't be here. Well, and and, and that's understandable because... In this article I read, the two women, there's two women who were the owner of the business, interview a guy, and he was they were 
they like, this guy was so disrespectful to them. He basic, they said he's not getting the job, but just to prove a point, they sent one of the guy people, one of the guys to interview him. And the first thing he said, Oh, I'm glad they brought send you in here. Cause I, I couldn't, I wasn't going to, you know, I couldn't deal with these girls when women interviewing me. It's like, he felt more comfortable because he's a male mm-hmm. interviewing with a male feeling, thinking that that would be to his advantage. So once again, this is a male, um, mentality, um, and I'll tell you in the interview process, because I do it all the time, you have black people who come in and say, all right, this is going to be cool. Why? Because I'm black and he's black. So he assumes that he can kind of say things that I, will, that I feel that's acceptable. No, that's absolutely wrong. If you're qualified, I will say, hey, you need to be careful how you're presenting certain things because a lot of people shouldn't be comfortable because what we're looking for is your qualifications, not your comfort level to just curse and say whatever you want to do. Yeah, but this now, is- but let me finish. So when we sit down and we have a woman who's qualified, there should be no reason why she shouldn't get the job. So where I work, there's much more women that get the job that are qualified that may not look the part and may not seem to have the intelligence or we take the effort to say, you know what? She has these transferable skills that can be for this position. So we do that based on our criteria. So we don't have that kind of preference in that Again, you have a criteria where a lot of companies don't. Right. Because there's a lot of companies that the males that are in charge are looking for certain things. Because let's kind of get real. Some of these men are just looking for the prettiest woman so they can be around. If you're not looking that certain way, I don't care how qualified you are. They're still probably going to get the one that they're comfortable with. Again. Okay, so... To tech, mm-hmm. they won't. They don't have that kind of criteria set. There is a standard that they have, and no matter what, you have to meet it. Period. No, that's not true. Okay. And the reason why that's not true, okay, is because when a man comes in and he's not qualified, they they pick him anyway. So when you say there's a criteria, yeah, set, their, their their criteria is. Okay, so they're going to say, okay, this is, because there was an article and that's what they said. The, the, the guy said in here, one of the managers said, we're not lowering the bar to um to meet the qualifications. I, I got to find that. Mm, no, 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 no. But, but, but we talked about that. Right. And, and so the thing is, is that he said that. Yeah, but that's not what he meant. And that's not what he. It, so when you say, when you say they have a criteria that's not a true statement. They have a written requirement, but that's not the criteria. Their criteria is when they get this guy that they see, and he, he's cool. He's like me. He's He's been to the college that I've been to. He's part of my alma mater. They're comfortable with that. And regardless if that guy is tech or not, they want a male in charge. Now, a woman come who's qualified and may not have those criterion that they're comfortable with, they're waiting for the next guy. She, They're going to put her on hold, but they still 
looking for a male. Yeah, but that's which why is I, not freaking fair. Yeah, but that's why a lot of women don't apply for those positions. And and it's because they continuously see the attitude of the interviewer. They see how many women that are working in the company, and then when they feel it during the interview, it's kind of like. Why should I even waste my time? Well, the thing is, is that the first thing a woman look at when they look at the job description, if they don't fit every, if their resume don't fit every one last of the qualification, they will not apply. A lot of the companies that are hiring women and giving them opportunities are the Fortune 500 companies. They're starting to feel like Turner, the big names are trying to do that right so now. So why do you think they're doing it? Because you know they're trying to fill that diversity space they have so part of that also is because the government was actually giving them some tax breaks some different little things and sometimes their image is that important to say i have to hire more women yeah and and you're right but you know the thing is is that you know i've seen women interview with some Really good companies mm-hmm. got to that the, that third interview and don't get the job. Yep. And 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 I mean, for some of them, it's like how would you say? It? For some of them, it was like they just knew they got it. They had to take that final tech the tech exam or the tech tech that the question or you know, they asked them to be in technology mm-hmm. and. They fail it, but then all of them, everybody failed it. Mm-hmm. But then it's about who they pick, who they it's want. It's who they want. It's who they Not want. Who they pick is who it's, they want. It's who they want. So let me give you another example. You know, even in our company, we have tech positions, but some people in tech positions don't know or aren't as truly qualified in tech, but they know someone. And say, this guy can do it. Okay, we got him. We got people who have engineering backgrounds. A couple of women, they have engineering background. But they just feel, eh, we don't want her for that position. We're going to look on the outside. Once again, this is a criteria that they have. Not a policy and not an actual uh, 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 process that should be going to. Most of the time, it's always a preference. But if you don't look and say, look around you, you got a sausage factory full of these guys, and you're not even considering a woman who is qualified. Okay, so- Who yeah, is qualified. Who is qualified, yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's not happening because, you know, it was, it was part of one of these TED Talks was, was talking about- you know, when it comes to harassment, when it comes to hiring, it starts with men. You know, women can say this all day long, but if the men that's in charge doesn't look in the mirror and say something is wrong, it's not going to change quickly. It may not even change in certain companies because I even read a long time ago, and you know, I'm trying to remember the company, but the owner... The CEO said, this is my company. I hire who I want to hire. Someone shouldn't tell me who to hire. I'm like, I got you. But if you want qualified people, then look at all qualified people. Well, because they think that as women, if they hire a woman, 
she is not going to be reliable or dependable. She's got to go home and take care of her kids. Good point. Right, she has to cook a dinner. She got to cook dinner. The kids are going to get sick. They have to dress them to the hospital. I mean, and then they don't realize that they're looking at their wives. Oh, just being prejudiced. Right. And they're prejudging women because some women aren't even married and some women don't have children. But yet they make an assumption, well, she's going to want to have a child. You you don't know her like that. Yeah, but the, another thing is, is they're on. They really don't understand. Women do work harder than men. We women work harder than men. Not always. Okay, that's a general so, statement. I mean, for you, for what you see in your area of business, okay, that's what you see. But when so, we talk about technology, so show me the te- show me the stats that will clearly tell me it, that women work harder than men. First of all, when it comes down to coding. If they don't, they don't see the who the person is that's coding. Women are the best coders. They show that in statistics. So, so that shows right then. There's women that will that have to prove themselves in technology to get the job, even though they've been doing it for years. No, I I totally get that. But what I'm saying is, you're making a statement that doesn't. When when I always talk, I talk the math. When you see the math. Then you can say, yes, you're absolutely right. So I take things as I see women working hard and I see men that's working hard. Do I say some of them work harder than men? Yeah. Do I see some that don't work as hard as men? Yeah. So I'm an equal opportunist. Okay. But I'm I'm always, no, let me finish. So if you look at the whole picture and you seeing, and and, and here's where the problem is, is bigger. So if I hire 80% men and 20% women, 20% of the women work harder than 50% of the men, but then you got 30 more percent that's actually working as hard or harder. So the math still doesn't say women work harder than men because you have a higher percentage of men that's working. So to, to make a general statement like that, that's not fair, even though you will see that there's women that are working hard. You, we see that. But to make a general statement like that, how do we say, let's treat them fairly? The only way you can treat them fairly is give them the opportunity. And what's happening in these companies is women aren't getting the opportunity. So when you say, I can prove that, the only way we can prove it is when women get the opportunity and the percentage of men in these positions are even or the most qualified is going to be working. And a lot of times you don't even know who's the most qualified because they keep hiring more and more men as opposed to hiring more and more women. But now we looking at a totally different aspect of how do we hire because we really look bad. That's the companies. We really look bad because now we're being scrutinized because there's there's companies and organizations that's tracking it and when they track it and they put it out there their actual um image is being hurt think about apple what remember what you read about apple what's going on with them when it comes to diversity i mean apple has issues right now yeah but what what did they what did the board do in order to say if you're not going to recognize that you're not doing a good job in diversity, 
What did the board propose and what did they actually said is going to happen? Okay, well, we need to go back to, before we go there, we need to go back to the fact that um, the, 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 the reason why we are talking about this is all about Uber. And <laughs> yeah, the that's fact true. that that's true. Susan Fowler wrote this article about reflecting on one very, very strange year at Uber. Okay. Right. So she was she she loved what she do. She got a job there. She as soon as she got hired, her manager harassed her. Mm-hmm. She documented everything. Everything. Any any person who had who have any kind of problem at a job, whether it's sexual harassment or any issues, you are always been instructed and told to document it. Yeah, if it's wrong. If it's wrong. If it's wrong, any and threats no or harassment, actually anything they make assisting you, yes, you gotta document. You documented. She documented everything. She documented everything. She didn't seem like the kind of person to bend that aggressive, irate, get off. You know, you know, y'all are, you know, wrong kind of person. From what I was reading from the actual article, mm-hmm. they try to find things on her to blemish her. Her, her career, record, and, her record right. and they couldn't find anything. But that's always the case with a victim, especially when you don't have policies that you enforce. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So they didn't put her on TV like that. She did the article after she lost the job. I mean, after she quit her job and got another job. And so it knocked, it just hit Uber right in the, Uber right in the face mm-hmm. that they had to say, oh, shit. Okay, okay, how are we going? We need to handle this. Well, we we basically, we're going to handle this. In doing so, we found out that the new, oh, new president or new CEO of Uber was, sex, was a sexual, who was charged with sexual harassment or was handled by sexual harassment. Well, it was accused, accused and of documented yeah. in Google mm-hmm. for sexual harassment. Right. Yeah. So... He was there six weeks. And I had to get the hell up out and of there. And they had to replace him. Well, I don't know if they replaced him, but he had to go. Yeah, he had to so go. you you're seeing you're hearing about this woman going through this stuff, finding out that he also has been, you know He's one of the culprits right, of right. what she went through. Right. And then the problem is is that in this situation, her telling her story that HR basically said, Well, he's new. And they didn't want to, you know, to take him out of the position. So she then got came out. She was moving to another position, mm-hmm. a lower position or a, ladder, a position, a place that she didn't want to go to, but she went over there anyway. Because to get away from the harassing person. Right. But yet. That's they gave him. Except for moving him. Yep. They gave her ultimatum. Right. And come to find out, he done it to other people as well. Right. So now the company looks bad because now you're saying, okay, he's all right in doing what he's doing if he did it to 10 women. Yeah, because they they was using excuses to say, well, you know, he's just got there. We'll talk to him. And since we want to keep this guy, um, we're just going to move things around. Right. And what did you, you always tell me, the management is always right. Never trust HR. <laughs> I don't always say that. Yeah, but I mean, you told me that too too many times. <laughs> manager's always right. HR ain't there to back you. They're there to back the managers. 
They're there to back the company. Yeah, they, yeah. They're there to back the company. But, uh, I mean, to them, I mean, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if she don't come. Somebody, some lawyers don't contact her to do a lawsuit against them. Well, I mean, a class action yeah, with all the so other women. The, the worst part of all of that. The worst part of all of that is. It was documented, and they kept the documentation because they couldn't say it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They couldn't say, well, we wasn't aware of this. She did such a good job tracking and documenting that they couldn't say, well, it didn't happen. They went through the whole process of, you know, well, we did this. We did address it. We understand. So when you caught with documentation... They usually try to kind of reduce it down to a "we moved her." Oh, oh yeah, we that's not even. It. I mean, she had a, a, a excellent um, review, job review for two years. She she wanted to apply for another position within the company, and they wouldn't. They was like, "No, you, we can't give you that position because she was." basically blackballed That's for right. all of those That's accusations. Right. And see, this again, not the worst part, I keep saying that, but the things that's happening is in a company who hides things as that, they will always say, let everyone else know just in case this person's name comes up. You may say, well, I thought I was qualified for that, but I don't know why I didn't get the job. Or you know, no one applied for that, but all of a sudden, they said they're not filling the position. And these things, because they're trying to deny this one person from getting something because of the whistleblowing of right, these right. executives or I mean, these she, managers. And she's like, she's like, I, no, I didn't do anything wrong. And, and in her eyes, she didn't do anything wrong. Well, legally, she didn't do anything wrong. So, But the company didn't do anything about that. And the other manager wanted her for the position, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't give it but to her. But they probably pressured him to say, well, no, we just can't move her right now. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And he's like, why not? Yeah. Well, there's some pending litigation. And you know how we, that's how the business do is kind of like, hey, look, we can give you anything to make you back down from what you want. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like, so we get to this point where you know not only she loved what she do she loved the code but then you blackballing her for even advancing into doing something even that she something else that she probably wanted to do yeah or capable of doing yes and so that again says okay so she had no choice but to leave yeah because she knew she couldn't get she would an nev- opportunity she would never the opportunities that. were not there mm-hmm. based on the environment that Uber created with the harassment by these men mm-hmm. in the company mm-hmm. that the company actually condoned. They've said, no, we're looking into this. But if you condone this behavior and no one was actually punished or addressed or actually counseled to the point of saying, this has to stop, mm-hmm. or they get the ultimatum. You know what I mean? Their ultimatum should be, if you don't stop this, you will lose your job. You will forfeit Bonuses, salary, mm-hmm. whatever. And so that should have been the criteria. And so that goes into Apple. So Apple, I read another article um, from Engadget where it says um, Apple is a sexist, toxic work environment. And so the same thing happened there. 
where, you know, where, um, let's see, them boy quick, citing white males, Christian, uh, and those employees were not given so, exit so. interviews. Oh, so Apple basically, the people, a lot of men there harassed women where the women basically quit. And it was like, okay, and then was not given an exit interview because their company didn't think their departure was a concern. So Apple didn't want to know what was going on with some of the people that was suddenly quitting from um, the, how why women were all, all of a sudden quitting from their company. But then again, there is a large percentage of women just leaving the tech community because of the fact that it's just a man a man's um, job is a man's organization, even though, you know, when I, I read another article, small article where um, hardware was the biggest thing for men back when hardware first came out with computers, it was everything about hardware because they felt that programming was a secretarial woman's job. Then when they realized that, that the software was the coding, the software is much more than the hardware, they basically jumped right into it. So we're looking at the fact that, again, these companies are allowing these men who are sexist and racist to do what they want to do without any consequences. Yeah, absolutely. And the the company, once again, is condoning this behavior. And when you see this behavior and you know what's going on and people see what's going on, they know they have no other recourse than to either grin and bear it or move on to another job. And that's not good. So, you know, this this is a continuous thing. We can go back in the history of what's going on and how they're doing it and go from there. But th- I just find that the history of it, it hasn't really changed. Uh, but because of social media, things are changing. So um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, we're going to talk about what's actually happening now and how social media is changing the way people have to address it and what are the businesses and bigger businesses and board members are saying what has to be done in order to make corrections. We'll be right back. discussion on diversity and women in tech and we wanted to move forward with what are we going to do about this what are companies going to do about it and why are they being forced to do things in that matter urban lifestyle cafe more so the fact is that you know where they stand in um these companies stand in diversity in tech yeah so the thing is and it's always been out 
um, these diversity um, surveys mm -hmm. has always been out for the last couple of years. But because people are picking them up now, you're getting the data. And so, now the data is out there. Yeah, so the first thing first is that we know that Apple and Uber are being told by the, um, I believe, board members that they need to diversify their board or something like that. Yeah, not just their board, but they need to diversify their organization. their organization. Right. Well, I did. There was an article where I read uh, where it says, "My Hispanic son, why is Apple so white at the top?" And the fact is that it's only like they said, what is it, one percent. Between one and three percent, it says seven percent of Apple's leaders is Hispanic and three percent are black. Only five of Apple's top one hundred and seven executives are black, Hispanic, Native American, or of Hawaiian Pacific Islanders. The company eight-member board includes one black man and two women, one of whom is Asian. So. Apple still has a lot to work on. Yeah, exactly. So the thing is, you know, when we started uh, actually um, looking into Apple and the executives and who was in charge and we were meeting them and, and you was having um, connections with a lot of people that was in Apple, you knew that they were trying but on a smaller scale. Right. And the scale was so small that you didn't see any movement. Um, you can, you hear the articles, you read the articles, you, you, you see what's going on, but yet the top uh, executives really didn't change. Right. And so they called, Apple was called out and they said that, you know, it's going to affect your bonuses. Right. So the thing is, and I think Uber, and there's a couple of other companies, but right. we, we still talk in tech. Right. But they were saying um, diversity will be part of your bonus structure. Yes, it will. You and, know, for and those who's in management and those are executives, know that there's certain objectives that are part of your bonus structure. And yeah. if you don't hit those, then it's your gonna bonus affect. is going to be reduced. Right. And so... That Intel is doing that right now. Intel is saying that there should be a per certain percentage of women that should be considered for interviewing in the company. They want a certain percentage of women to be hired. They're not saying that they're saying, okay, only women, we're going to focus on only women, but they're reaching out to these organizations that work with women to say, hey, some of these women need to apply for these jobs. So we're seeing some of them doing it, but Apple and Uber have a lot of work to do. So when we talk about the numbers as far as who and what in diversity is happening, um, the one thing that Apple has, Apple has 32% female. 32, Apple has 32% female out of, out of 100. So the 80, what, what is it about 73% are men? Mm -hmm. So let's go back to 2015. And I think this is really, really interesting because we got 2015 and we got 2016 statistics. So if you go to 2015 and we're going to talk these tech companies, this is really tech company because that's what we're really talking about. So Facebook, females, 
32%. So guess what? Subtract that. <laughs> 68% men. Flicker. F-L-I-C-K-R. You know, flicker. 37% female. So do the math on your own. I'm not going to do them all like that. Instagram, 31%. LinkedIn, 42%. So really pretty close. You know, if you really want to get your diversity to be 50-50, that's pretty good. Pinterest, Pen 40%. Tumblr, 37%. Twitter, 30%. YouTube, 30%. Amazon, 37%. Apple, 31%. Dell, 30%. eBay, 43%. Pretty good. Google, 30%. Groupon, 47%. So you got a whole bunch of these. Indiegogo, 45%. Here's one that's really, um, you don't really see their name that often, but um, it's a smaller company. It's NVIDIA. They have 16%. But check out Pandora. Pandora is almost 50%. They're at 49%. Pretty damn good. And this was for 2005. 2015. I mean, 2015. Sorry. This is just 15. And the reason why I wanted to 15, because then you could say, if these people knew in 2015, what did they do next? You know, which made it really, really interesting. Because if you didn't look at it and say, where are you at? Then who made a change and who didn't make a change? Because to me, when you don't make that change, you don't really give a damn. And to me, when you don't give a damn, that's a culture that people are really looking at. So I'm going to tell you the one that kind of made a difference. Facebook didn't do a difference. Flickr didn't make a move. Instagram, two points. LinkedIn stayed the same. Um, Pinterest actually went up four points. I'm going to look at the ones that really did some. Pandora's dropped the point. Check that out. Indiegogo, 45%. And I want to go to the major ones. Apple actually went up 1%. Just 1%. Most of these barely, barely moved. Percentages to the thousands is pretty damn good. But I'm telling you, didn't do much at all. And so Apple just um, today um, reached out to several women organizations and said they have this is an opportunity for women to apply for jobs and that was like somebody reached out to women to code um here in atlanta um say hey there's a list of jobs and i wouldn't be surprised if they hadn't reached out to corporate on um on the list of jobs they have available they reached out to power to fly which is another women's um organization that helps women find jobs so apple is trying Apple's trying to change the number. Um, looking at Google, because Google has been aggressively um, trying to help um, get women in their organization as well. So last year they had 30%, and this year they are uh, at um, 31%. 31%, which is a 1%. And Google have reached out to me last year. so And they reached out to several women <laughs> that I know of within um, last year. But neither one of them gotten the opportunity. Right. And like it's the the thing is is that um 
the interviewing process to these major companies are really, really, really hard. So let's look at a, another major company like Microsoft. So Microsoft came in in 2015 at 28%. And in 2016, they dropped two points. So that means women left and then they didn't rehire. So they left and did not rehire. Yeah, but see, I know I know several women from Microsoft and they talk very highly about Microsoft and how Microsoft is trying to hire more women. But the thing is, is that, you how know. How are they doing it though? Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's always the hookup though. I mean, well, it's who, it's always who you know. For example, um, we have, an, we have um, one woman work for Microsoft and she's a regional evangelist. Um, and she's looking for a woman to work underneath her. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, but then she said, well, you know, yeah, the ones we recommend to her, she was not interested in. She wanted somebody who was strong in code, who can basically, um, she has to travel. Um, and so we recommended um, one of our, uh, I mean, rec- uh, one of our members who is helping us, you know, she's one of our leaders. And she's like, she didn't have enough experience. Right. Okay. So the thing is, she's like, she didn't want to look bad by putting her in that position because she don't think that she could do the job. So this is this is what I find interesting, too. Even though we're talking about women, we still have the demographics for ethnicity. So it's kind of funny to see the only company that is hiring uh, African-Americans at a higher rate is Amazon. Amazon from 2015 was at 15%, and in 2016, they're at 21%. But they're a different kind of tech company. Yeah, but again... No, 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 Let let me correct that. I'm sorry, because this is only based on diversity in tech. In tech. Only so, which made it more interesting because remember when we first started talking about that, I was like, nah, they have so many industries in there. They probably have African Americans over here. They probably have Latinos over here. But no, this is just tech. This is just tech. Yes. So, they're aggressively, and I say aggressive because a five point swing is truly aggressive. And if you look at these other companies, the only one that came closest is Dell, which is at 10%, which. That was 10% for the last two years. So it really didn't move. But you don't see that much of a change. You got 2% almost cross 25% of all of these companies that we just mentioned. But you do not see that. Yeah, because um, Amazon um, actually reached out to me because they're doing a discussion panel. Mm -hmm. on. In fact, they're doing a discussion panel on tech inclusive inclusion event with talking about diversity. Yeah. And that's happening. They're doing one in Seattle and now they want to do one here in Atlanta. So again, you're talking about, I'm that to me is a surprise that even Amazon have that many um, black people in tech working for them. So they're, they're do, they do a lot of good things. Amazon is, has their hands in a lot of stuff. So I'm not sure how their recruitment is. 
they do a really good recruitment on um, a lot of their positions. But to jump back into the ethnicities of these people, the next highest next to um, white males is Asian. Mm-hmm. And the majority, if you look at 2016, you got Tumblr with 44%. You have Flickr with 44%. You got this that one company, remember I said it was small, that NVIDIA? Well, it's got 44% of um, actual Asian American, I mean, well, Asian, and Yahoo is at 44%. So you got some major, major companies with a lot of Asian um, people that's in there. Now, take in consideration, you got that high percentage of women, and then you have these minorities. So you don't even you. It sounds like the minorities that they have is most likely women. So that's that's kind of odd in itself. So you may get a lot of non-black males that can't get tech positions. Because they're filling it with women, but the women aren't even getting the job. Yep, that's it. So there's a percentage below the percentage yeah. that's right there in these other minorities. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of, I mean, a lot of these smaller companies with the startups um, are having. They're not even think they say they. Okay, so a lot of the startups say they want to diversify, but. They are not even, I mean, we. I get emails all the time saying, yeah, we definitely want to connect up with you, with Women of Code, but yet they do not do, they do not do their due justice in trying to work to see, say, let's interview more women or hire more women. Or if they, or if they do that, they're just going through the motions to say, hey, look, we interviewed 50 women yeah. and uh, right now we'll be hiring four. Yeah. And be like, but. You just hired for 30 positions, but yet you're going to be proud because you only hired four women? Yeah. yeah. So are you saying of the women that you actually interviewed, only four was qualified, and then the other 27 was male, and you were okay with that? So there's a problem somewhere. There's a problem that we're still looking at or making assumptions or prejudgment that the men are more qualified than the women. Well, overall, we know there was a 1%, um, how would you say, gain on hiring and diversity across the, across the corporations. Mm-hmm. Just 1%. All of them together, only 1%. So it's going, like, you know, I read an article last year where they said it's not going to happen overnight. It's going oh, to take. No, 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 no. I, I agree. It's going to take a very long time for them to really bring those numbers up as far as hiring more minorities, minorities and women. Yeah. So the good thing is, um, this chart that we have is really pretty. You know, it's really colorful and everything. But they got the data from the companies because the government. You know, everybody keeps saying, "Yeah, the government is in my business." But the government requires them to say, "Hey, look, um, give us our, give us your diversity data, so we know how many diversity. I mean, how much diversity is in your company, whether it's male or female, or um, gender-wise or ethnicity. So they have to give this data up, and it's open data. Um, but now people, and this is where we want to go to social media and, and the internet." 
they're gathering data together to say, look, you think they're doing something about it? Just because they put a good face in front of you doesn't mean they're doing a good job. And just like Leisha said, it's not going to be overnight, but we have to have some sincere dialogue, not just sitting around to talk about it or pontificate about what you're doing and what you want to do. You're going to have to do it. Well, see, the problem is, is that I'm seeing is that once women get into those positions, they're not trying to help other women get into those positions. Because, uh, and, and be perfectly honest about it, Alicia, you know, there's women who said, I finally got here. The first thing that's going to happen is they'll just replace me. So they're concerned about their no, job. No, 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 not with tech. No, 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 no. So, so you said, but well, wait a minute, I'm only quoting what you said when they get in, they're not helping women. No, they're not helping, they're, they're up, helping other women in tech get in. Why not to, then? So because since you said... Because the thing is, is that they're now part of the boys, the boy group. So so you're saying they're doing it because they felt they arrived and they don't have to. Yes. So when I say... And I'm I'm saying this because I've heard it by a couple of women. I got you. So when I clearly said they know that if they're part of the boys club, or they're part of that group that says, we don't have to do that, then that's a problem. And I said, they want to secure their job. Because no, if they want to secure their job, it's think not about, about this. And this is not about securing it. And this is what I'm trying to explain to you. It's not about securing their job. It's about the fact that you, um, I'm just, I'm, since I'm just as good as them, you have to be just as good as me coming in. There's not a replacement. It's about... You have to be just as good as me. So, if they are just as good as you, and they still don't get hired, why are the women seeing that these other women they're aren't not, qualified? But see, this is why not, aren't they not qualified? Then they are not. They're saying that the women who are coming in applying with computer science degree are not qualified. Based on based on the fact that they they have not that they, they're not answering the right questions. They're not passing the tech. Um, um, they're not passing the tech exams or tech um, questions for the positions. Mm-hmm. And I asked, and I asked when I was talking to one of the girls who who interviewed some of these women, and she was like, "Well, you know, I um, I feel that they have to meet meet these qualifications." So I said, "So when you interviewed, did you not fill those qualifications?" Well, no, the questions were different. So. You felt that you need to, they have to be either just as good as you, well, they have to make an effort. They have to make an effort to know what you know. So it became the fact that because she already is there and she's just as good and she's making that kind of money that she can basically said they need to be just as good as me. Okay. I don't get that. I get Either they just said, I don't care, because my peers, because she feels she's part of the peer group now, that since she's in, it doesn't really matter anymore. Because if me and my peers say you're not qualified, then it's me and my peers. Not the fact that I'm a woman and I'm seeing that these guys are really being... Really prejudice against women. Yeah, she I said, got in. Yeah, she I got said, in. But she, since I'm in, I'm in. Right. So she sat there and said, "Okay, well, you know, 
They couldn't explain what the app is all about. I said, so you're telling me, can you explain what your app is all about? Well, when they asked me, I really didn't. But it don't matter because she, what you just said is, is she's secure. Yeah. She's secure in her job and she's secure with her peers. So she doesn't have to worry about that. No, she don't. And see, and that's where I think you said it at the beginning of this uh, uh, show that, you know, some of these women said, well, I have to get along, even though these guys are pretty much pigs and um, misogynist dogs. But, hey, you know, I'm here. I'm making the money. I'm, I'm part of the group. So I just got to get along. Right? That's what I mean by saying, I got to secure my job. You may think sure, of her, it. Her you job will always it. be... No, this it doesn't. Is, yes, no, it, doesn't. yes, it is, Michael. Her job will always be secure. You know why? Why? Because no matter what, she's always got... There's a need for her. So they're not going to let her go that easy. It's not... So here's the problem, just jobs in particular. No one's ever needed. You know why no one's ever needed? Because everyone can be replaced. And here's the good part. As much money as they gave her... They can get a person who's not as qualified for less money to replace her. It doesn't, and the tech it, community it, don't work like that. So the tech community is no different than any other company. Okay, I mean that's what when you, it comes. Okay, to that's what you're business. saying. But what I see and what I'm what I'm what I'm seeing and learning from these what women in technology is experience, I'm seeing it much differently than so, that. So, so kind of explain it to me because I'm I'm kind of lost. When you say tech people will keep their job forever. Oh, because they get paid more money. Mm. Do you know that, that this is one of the tech in the tech community, the coding jobs are the most highest paying jobs out there. I got that. And there is, and that's But you another, don't secure your job because you make a lot of money. Maybe. I'm telling you, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. You're in, you're, you're working as a coder in a company. Okay, and you're making, oh, say about 70000 mm-hmm. Somebody comes to you and says, hey, I'll offer you a job making a hundred. Mm-hmm. Just doing the same thing. They up and leave and make that 100000 No, I agree. They go from there, go to another place. Because no, I, their job is such in demand. No, I got that. I do get that. I've never said I disagreed on that. There's no disagreement with me when it comes to tech is in demand. Because everything is being advanced by tech. I totally agree with that. But I also know, as smart as one person thinks they are, there's one person who's smarter than them, even in tech. Tech, you're smarter than some people that's actually working in certain business. If they realize that, guess what? They can kick out the one person that they're making 70000 and say, Look, no, making a hundred thousand and say, "Hey, Miss Alicia, we can get you eighty thousand, and with some perks and blah blah blah," and you don't know that that other person was making a hundred thousand, and that person's out on the curve. Why? Because you are overqualified. Where this person thinks that they're secure, that's any job. But the thing is, there's always someone smarter than someone else. There's always someone smarter than me. There's always someone smarter than you. So whatever jobs we have, there will always be someone else that's smarter than us that can take that job because every job is not secure. I know what you mean when 
if they can't find people to do that, they're secure in that job. And they're like, look, we got to keep these people because there's no one to get this job. There's no one qualified for it. We have to make sure we give this person more money to, in order for them to stay. But when that opportunity comes up, they can be gone. But the, the worst part is, especially with a group full of men, that woman is the one that's probably be the first one to get out because those guys want to be with the guys. Well, I mean, the one I'm talking about in particular, she just... No, I, I get that, baby. I get that. You don't, we don't need but to call then, no names. Uh, yeah, and I'm so just saying. there was another woman that I know who said, we need a woman. We, I, need, I don't want to be the only woman developer here. I want you to hire another woman. So they's like, well, let's do a hackathon to find an intern. And they found an intern to work and get started that way. So there's women out there who are trying to help other women. Yes. But then there's other women. And, and that was a really amazing way of bringing in somebody to, to, to say, she's, you know, to learn how to code and bring them up to speed. To so they it. can develop a person exactly the way they want. Right. Which is, I think, is that's one of the best things you can do because what you're doing, you're filling them with these type of skill sets that will enhance the company as well as enhance them. But see, and the reason why I'm saying that is I think you're missing my point. There's black people who do that all the time. Black people in tech and black people in regular business. They think, oh, I'm the only black person and I'm part of the group, and they don't see me as black. Oh, yeah, they see you as black, all right. They do. And when they get that opportunity, your black ass is gone. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying no one's secure in any job. Our president is secure in his job. As long as you're doing something wrong, you're not as secure as you think you are. Well, it's just kind of disappointing where, you know, that would have been a really great opportunity she suggested that she said why don't we look for an intern and just bring them up to speed at something, least some and something. she didn't she totally I, and I told her I basically told her I said that was fucked up yeah I told her that was but fucked up there's people that are fucked up right and I said <laughs> so. I mean really I was like you could have you could have really given that person the opportunity whereas Beth and Erica um, and other women um, Jen Jen from Women of Code who all, when they see a job opportunity in their company, are quick to post those job opportunities throughout the organization to try to to help the local women get jobs, and that's what it, that's what it's all about. But you got one person that's like, I was like, really seriously, that was fucked up. So the the thing is, even with Uber, and you know, once they got called out last year, basically, they went out and made a concerted effort to say, we're going to do something, you know. And they, if you look at Uber's diversity report that came out, it was Uber, Google, Facebook, Apple, and Intel. And what happened was Uber was at 36% of women that was there, 36%. Google, 31, Facebook, 33, Apple, 32, Intel, 26. But the largest ethnic group was 50% white, 
Google. I mean, um, Uber, 59% Google, 52% Facebook, 56% Apple, and 50% Intel. So more than half of them are just white in particular. But at least Uber had 36% of women in their company. So they made sure to say, which is kind of crazy, we may be harassing the women, but at least we hired them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, come yeah, on, well, bro. That don't, mean that don't justify yeah, nothing. Yeah, that don't mean nothing. You're still harassing them. Yeah. So are you hiring them so you can harass them? What the fuck? Yeah, and, you know? but the thing is, it's, it's like we said, the reason why you hear more about them is because they're the bigger companies. Yeah. You hear more about the, the situation at Apple, and you hear more about, the situation the Googles, that Uber, the yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just ridiculous, you know. But but again, you know, thanks to this new government that's saying um, we're going to keep our jobs here, and they stopping these visas um, for these um, the immigrants and other people from other countries to come in and work for these tech companies, it's forcing. These companies to say, what are we going to do? You know, they may fight and lobby and 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 still get what they want, but they put a a big um, spotlight on saying, look, you're not hiring anybody. Yeah, but they also got to put. They also got to look at their HR department mm-hmm. because if you got a manager who has harassed ten women and all you keep tell you tell the same woman each of them, well, he's new to management and. We don't, want, know. we don't want to, you know. He ruined his career. Yeah, I mean that's, I mean, and this is a, this will have to be an example where everybody's going to have to, re, especially Uber is going to have to restructure their HR. Well, not necessarily in their eyes, as long as they keep putting out reports to say that we're doing big things and all like that, they'll cover that. To me, I think you're absolutely right. If HR allowed this to happen and there's other women that it was uh, went through this, then who's in charge of HR to continue to let this happen? And then saying more excuses of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And see, so to me, that's the problem. When you have people in these exec- executive positions that find a way to put this away so people won't know what the heck is going on. Yeah, because, you know, it's this is like no secret, you know. It's just that it's just become, and, and it's not just in tech, and we all know that. But the thing is, is that how is this going to, how is the problem going to be resolved? How is this going to be fixed? Because I don't think, I think it's just like <laughs> right now it's out there, and then tomorrow mm. it goes back the same. Yeah, exactly. But again, back to the power of social media. So if you're working at a company and you actually put something out, you know, you got that uh, um, site medium that people put their blogs on. You got Twitter, you got Facebook, you got you got Tumblr. You have so many outlets that you can say, look, I'm going to put my voice out there and this is what's going to happen. I'm going to let it be known. So they're going to have to address it. And if you're a big advocate or you're a person of saying this isn't good enough, then speak out because we all have a voice. We're not sitting in a corner writing a letter 
to the top CEO, CEO has an email address. The CEO and um, EEOC has a direct line that you they have to report to and they can come and do whatever needs to be done. There's a lot of options for people who being harassed, yeah. truly being harassed, yeah. and have went through the channels that has been built up to help employees and nothing is going on, then you're going to have to find alternatives. And there's plenty that's out there. Yeah. I mean, it's a, this is going to be a long, long fight. Um, just just to be treated fairly. Yeah, just to be treated. It's going to be a That's kind of crazy. You know? It really is. And it's... And it's and it's not just just the harassment. You got sexism, ageism. You have um, I one of the articles I read. One of the ladies told her she's like, "Oh, your name is Stephanie. You need to change it to Ebony." <laughs> I was like, "Cause she's black." I was like, "Wow, wow." So you want to know was, that I'm and black? And that was from a woman. So it's it's just really really gonna be. It's just it's just gonna take forever. It's not going to take forever. It's going to take some time. Yeah. And it's going to take some mind changing and some kind of dramatic uh, changes to make people say, you need to be respecting people. Just yeah. respecting. Yeah. You know? And that's not anything more than that. I think that's just, it's just going to be, it's going to be, a, it's just going to be a long fight. It's going to, it's going to take a lot of, it's going to take women standing up no. and saying something. No, it's not. Well, it's going to take, take men, men. It's going to take to the men. Stop assuming yeah. that this is the way things need to be yeah. because I'm a man. Yeah. It takes men to stand up and say, "Look, I'm going to speak out. I'm going to have the conversation. I'm going to say this is what I'm actually doing." Yeah. That's what it's going to take to take it over the top. But women still should be Keeping their voice out there. Yeah, that's what it should. Yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, and you, I mean, and don't get me wrong. There are men out there who are helping women. Oh yeah, no doubt. Let me let let everybody know there are truly amazing men out there trying everything to do that fight to help women get those opportunities. And what was funny was when we was in um, Sydney, Australia, we met a couple of them. We met a couple of these businessmen. We are the CTO, a couple of guys that were saying, oh, this is what we're already doing. Oh, we had a hackathon and we hired some people who didn't know anything about coding. And we brought them in just to give them an opportunity. Yeah, they didn't have no experience. None. None, 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 none. He hired three women. Yeah, because it was the right thing to do. Not a quota, not something that was pushed along. It was some people internally within the company that said, this is what we need to do. This is exactly what we need to do. So, anywho, thank you so much. Kind of intense. But this is a really important topic that's good, that needs to continuously be talked about, whether it's tech or any part of business in our society, that diversity and equality should go to the qualified person. Mm -hmm. And if we make an exceptions for men, then the exceptions should be made for women as well. If we make an exceptions for whites, it should be an exceptions for blacks, Hispanics, Asian, whatever ethnicity that's out there. That's the way it should be. Because when a person is qualified, a person is qualified. That's right. And we should go from there. Well, thank you for your time. This is 
Urban Lifestyle Cafe. You can look us up on uh, bougieblackbrother.com under um, Urban Lifestyle Cafe or hit my Twitter on Bougie Black Bro or Urban L Style Cafe under Michael and Alicia. And Coffee Women in Tech. Yes, coffee. Coffee Women in Tech. And look out for Alicia's Women Tech Talk that she will continue with interviews and her podcast as well. Yes, we will continue with our actual tech talk, but when you want to see these interviews and all, Alicia has a big things coming, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to enjoy hers as well. So, anything else, Alicia? Nope. Can't wait to hear talk to y'all next time. So, thank you very much, and y'all have a good evening. Peace.